0: of nobody. I'm your host Martini Gene. This is where I discuss things from matters of the heart to the heart of the matter and share my perspective, even though our perspectives might not be shared. All right, so we are just trucking along. It is uh, *Married at First Sight* season 12, episode 10, third weeks a charm. All right, so to uh, yeah, this episode was a fairly good. You know, of course a lot of stuff to talk about so let's just you know just jump into it all right so right now they are on day 24 of marriage okay so we hit on virginia and eric um and virginia is explaining that they're when they are on you know good highs not not the what is it uh not uh literally on a high because we all know how Virginia gets, but um, on a, you know, on the mental high where everything is good. uh, She, she says that her and Eric try to just avoid any beef or topics that will automatically get them to argue because they want to just ride the wave, ride that high. But they say they, that they eventually know that, that they have to, um, have to talk about those subjects, so we see that, um, they're at breakfast, I believe, and what's her face, and, uh, Virginia is on her, on her email, and Eric is saying, hey, what are you doing, it's like, oh, I'm just erasing emails and stuff like that, it's like, okay, cool, and, um, she goes, um, well, one, she freaking gives her, gives out her, uh, uh, her public to the freaking world you know what i mean um she gives her password to the public well hey do you know my dogs do you know my my password is rocky for everything It's like whoa you, do you want to scratch that <laughs> like you're probably gonna need to change your uh password now and stuff like that and um is like oh yeah you know i have a variation of uh my dog's name and all all my stuff and then she's like hey do you want to uh exchange passwords like one day and he was like oh yeah sure i don't know. okay whatever and um and then they started talking about oh yeah yeah and then they started talking about oh yeah she was saying oh can i would you let me have the password to your phone he's like oh yeah i don't care about that you can go through my phone you're not going to find anything you know and then he was like but i don't think he was too sure if he wanted to go through her phone or something but she she mentioned that, oh, yeah, oh, you don't mind me texting, you know, a lot of, like, my guy friends, right? He's like, well, I don't care if you're texting the two guys that I know of that I met at the party, but, you know, I don't know, guy guy friends, but if you have any guy friends with a past, it's concerning. And she was like, well, it was like, okay, well, what about if I have friends on social media and stuff and people just like my stuff and it's like yeah fine you could like the they can like the stuff but if you are all of a sudden having a personal conversation with them like dming and stuff i have a concern and erica's like i don't i don't get that why would you be friends with an ex like i don't understand that why would you keep in touch um and i have a concern if you interact with people via dms i, I don't get it and yeah i mean i get it i i understand I, I understand what uh eric is talking about but again you have to understand that i i've said that i am i am a jealous person again i'm not gonna make the girl um let's say if i if i'm with somebody i'm not gonna make the girl um stop doing what she's doing but it is going to be a concern for me and then my brain i'm an over, i am an overthinker i'm just gonna go you know, not so. And of course, we and we all know this too. Let's say if I do anything wrong, anything, it doesn't need to be a big blow up or whatever. Let's say I don't know, I forgot to put the uh, the toilet down or some shit like that. You know, and it, and it, and it gets on her nerves. Who's the first person that she's gonna go to? One of those friends, like, hey, what's going on? And, oh, I don't know, Martini, like didn't uh put the uh um toilet seat down again? Ugh, I don't understand. He always does this. And then, you know, that dude is going to come swooping in as your savior and whatever, say whatever bullshit he's going to say to either uh, put a wedge between us or whatever. And you're going to start listening to him more than you're going to start listening to me. You know, of course, not to say that, no women don't have brains and blah, blah, blah. But you guys are emotional. OK, so you need to get reassurance, and you're going to get reassurance, reassurance from anybody that will listen, and usually it's another guy, so, um, yeah, uh, yeah, but, and I also, I completely understand the thing with uh, Eric about, why would you be friends with your exes, um, I don't know, like, a lot of, and of course I'm being stereotypical, but a lot of women do want to keep A bond with their exes and i'm like no like why and and i know that um i guess there's typically speaking i guess uh, guys don't necessarily want to keep um their exes because i guess mainly i mean i mean i guess they would if they could just like fuck them you know what i mean but like other than that if the girl is not uh no longer wants to do that then the guy is like what's the point whereas a girl who doesn't want to fuck their ex anymore can still utilize them in other ways women have a women are better at compartmentalizing than men i guess so women will have other uses you know for you as opposed to just you know a sexual partner like i remember (laughs) what i remember uh a person that i know like what's it called uh you know she had you know sex with a person they didn't work out but years later she used him to paint her garage another time she was intimate with no she wasn't intimate with this person but this person like liked her a lot so it was like okay i'm gonna use you to help build my website and so on and so forth like she used them for like jobs you know she was like almost like building the x avengers or something like that and women freaking love doing that and i just thought that was freaking you know one amazing (laughs) but yeah so i i completely understand um yeah but for me i don't like i don't necessarily particularly want to stay friends with an ex not not me in particular i mean we don't what are we gonna do you know like like I, i i've done that in the past and it sucks because now you know the ex starts talking about either her dating exploits or she starts talking to me about her new boyfriend and why would i want to know about this why would i want to hear your adventures about some guy that is one my replacement and two doing better than me and three hearing how happy you are with him as opposed to as you were with me why would i want to torture myself but i am a masochist so (laughs) i have stayed in those pseudo relationships before And that shit hurts. So never again. So uh, again, like I, I've I've told you before where, you know, um, my ex fiance got in touch with me, um, last year, and I, you know, we spoke for a little bit, and she wanted to have an open, you know, uh, well, she wanted, she wanted, I don't know if she wanted, I I don't want to paint her in a bad light, um. I I did think that she wanted to open a dialogue. I don't know if it was necessarily a friendship, but I was like, I cannot be friends with you. You were my ex-fiance. You were the person that I was supposed to marry. And you are married. So how am I supposed to have a relationship with you? You know, what are we going to talk about? Of course, you're going to be talking about your relationship with your husband, because why wouldn't you? Why would you? he's a part of your life so why wouldn't you include him in our conversations and no beef to the guy i don't want to i don't give a fuck about him (laughs) i don't want to talk about him (laughs) you know i don't want to talk about the guy that you eventually agreed to spend the rest of your life with while me you only gave me four years of it you know no again no beef to the guy but i don't want to (laughs) know um so I don't want to deal with that so I keep my exes at arm's length again if they want to reach out every so often and say hey what's up what's going on okay cool but I'm I'm gonna give you a two to five minute talking and then that's it see you next time like I don't know six months later or whatever It's, it's whatever how long it is see you next time that's it that that's all I'm giving you Uh yeah. So moving along with uh Brianna and Vincent. This is the episode where Dr. Viviana has her visits with all the couples because she's the um like sex relationship like sexual sex relationship. I mean she has a degree in (laughs) she has a degree in sex, but um yeah, she's the sexual therapist and the family relationship expert. So She's going around to everybody, and the first stop is Brianna and Vincent, and she sits down and she asks, oh, "Okay, how how do you show that you like each other?" No, well, first she shows she shows up to them, and uh, they uh, um, what is it? She's you know she first asks, "How are they? How, how's everything going?" And they're saying, "Oh, it's good. You know, we really like each other, and and we both said the love word and all that stuff, blah blah blah." And then she's like, "Okay." Um, and uh, hold on. Um, oh, here we go. Need that for later. Um, and and Doctor Viviana is saying, "Oh, that's great. Oh, that's, that's great that you like each other." But then she asks, "How do you show? How do you show each other that you like each other?" and then um uh vincent is like oh yeah you know i wanted somebody i i I wrote in my uh questionnaire that i really wanted somebody um i wanted somebody playful and that's that's who i got and that's so good and then she's like okay that's cool but at the same time when you are playful um it doesn't hit the spot and and you know Vincent gets like real quiet like he got in trouble or something like that it was actually kind of cute he's like oh shit she's about to get me and then they show and it's like okay so tell me about the time that it was playful but um you got hurt or something like that and then Brianna recalls the champagne thing again and then the funny thing is they keep skipping you know they 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 recall the time where she says oh that's real Vincent of you right and that's the one that everybody keeps harping on but i guess that's the one that uh that's the one that uh vincent keeps harping on too but why do they keep skipping the other insults that's the thing like if you yeah sure if you leave the one where it's all oh, that's real vincent of you sure it's open to interpretation of how um how you perceive that line okay i'll give you that but even though i still think it is an insult but you but you forget the other four that lead into that last one that really makes it a hit you know so she says you know she says in order leave it up to you Uh, you know after she um spills the no after he spills the champagne she says leave it up to you and then she says, don't make me do what you did, meaning don't spill the thing, and she says, real cute, and then real Vincent of you, and then he says, yo, that's the first time that, you know, I, uh, I did that, when she's like, well, there's a first time for everything, those, those four things, all in succession, within 10 to 15 seconds of each other, that is the thing that makes you feel horrible, and that's what triggered, uh, vincent and they never address those other three or four insults and that's the thing that i don't like but um but dr vivian is listening and then she says okay tell me about the the salsa thing so we go into the salsa thing where he's messing up blah 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 and he's all scared and he's all hot and um dr vivian is like okay i get it i get it now i, I get what's going on and they're both like all right what is it tell us And he says that, I mean, she says that you want to be smooth all the time. And when life gets in your way, you freak out and you want to, you love your life. You love your life. You love your wife and you want to be perfect for her, but nobody's perfect. And then he's like, yo, you're right. That, that is it. That is it. He wants, yeah, he wants to be smooth all the time and not mess up. I don't know where that stems from. I'm assuming it stems from his previous relationship, but He just wants to be smooth all the time or not even be smooth, but just be right. Like nothing to mess up, especially that's why when you, when you, if you go back to last episode and you see how he was with the bike, the, the bike surprise, he was so happy that that reveal went off without a hitch. He, he, one, he looked happy, but two, you can just see the, like the, yeah, I did it. You know, I, I'm that man. You know, I'm that dude. So, um, yeah, that's how, um, that's how it's coming across. And so he, he wants to be smooth. He wants to impress his wife all the time. And she's like, yo, you don't need to impress me. Just you being yourself, um, impresses me, you know, cause you're different. And she's, and, you know, I could trust you. And she hasn't trusted anybody in a very long time. And so he apologizes and, um, yeah and Brianna says you don't have to press me all the time so so that's good and she also said that uh uh Dr. Viviana said that when you to Brianna when you are playful and he and maybe he might take something a certain way um uh, what's his face uh Vincent should say oh um Hey, what did you mean by that? And then give the proper explanation so it could diffuse any confusion or whatever. But then he says, "Well, I don't want to do that all the time and have her treat me like a seven-year-old and me act like a seven-year-old." And she's like, "Well, you know, that's that's um, what's it called? That's uh, that's just how it's gonna be. Like, not for now, but until we get to how you really are and we know each other." then we'll have like those buffers or, like those what is it those bumper things for well ironically for seven-year-olds in bowling and stuff like that but um i don't think it'll happen all the time but it is good to diffuse arguments before it blows up again just like it happened what was it not the first episode but a couple episodes ago when he practically threatened to go home after that uh insult that he received so uh yeah um yeah so let's hope that uh that doesn't happen again we go to Paige and Chris all right so this is two days after the reset conversation that they had and she's like okay we're gonna reset let's let's do this stuff but um uh, Paige has been calling Chris all day leaving voicemails and stuff like yo where are you blah 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 because you know she wants to reset this thing so she's like ah he doesn't he doesn't text back he doesn't call back no nothing he's like yo so what are we doing here what what are we doing i don't get it so of course everybody i'm sure in america including myself is like yo page this is this is all you why did you do this why why are we continuing this the charade this is horrible you know so um so he so uh page invites chris to have a talk with dr viviana i mean all three of them and it's like okay so they sit down and boom he's just talking on the uh he's just texting on the phone doing nothing i don't know playing a video game or something on his phone nothing he's not saying anything to Paige. and then you hear the doorbell ring and he goes yo it's your home and it's like i get it but why do you need to say that like you could have offered to open the door you were the one closer closest to the door so just you can even yo can i get the door like or i don't know be a gentleman and, and open the door for her but this dude does not he just not care he's kind of i don't know it's weird it's like he's stringing her along for whatever reason and um she's just accepting it and and it's just horrible it's like he doesn't it's like he doesn't want to be there so uh Dr. Viviana sits down and she says there's so much to talk about let's go and she's and he's laughing as if he didn't put this girl through hell it's just it's just very interesting that he that he that he doesn't seem like he's the problem and so uh, page catches I mean Dr. Viviana knows let's say like 80% of it but still she wants to hear it from the people and Paige is and you know uh, Paige is just sitting there saying yeah i'm trying to reset this thing and trying to make things work out and it's not i feel like this is a nightmare and then dr viviana just says straight up so why stay in the marriage what are you doing and then she says because of because of the way god intended to raise me as the woman i am i feel that i need to be a supportive wife again using god as a crutch." Like you shouldn't do that. Like, yo, I mean, yes, whatever, God. What is it? I I know I'm gonna mess it up. I'm I'm a horrible uh Catholic, but it's like whatever. Not not that whatever kills you make you stronger, but it's like whatever God wouldn't give you anything. Uh, God wouldn't give you anything that you can't endure or whatever. Um, yeah, he wouldn't give you anything that you can't uh, that you can't endure. But still, that doesn't mean that that doesn't mean that you need to suffer in such horrible conditions, you know, that's unnecessary. And then um, Chris is like, not Chris. Uh, Dr. Vivian is like straight up. Why do you want page? And then I don't, I guess I don't even have an answer to that. I didn't even write it down. Cause I guess it was like crappy because, he was just sitting there too, just sitting there and like wondering, "Man, I need to. My bad. I need to really go back and see what he actually said after that." But I didn't even have a care to write it down because I'm I'm so done with this relationship. This is horrible. But then she's like, "Okay, uh, Doctor Vivian Doctor Viviana's like, "Okay, fine. Um, um, oh, I, well, no, actually, I think I think she did wrote this. Um." He's like, everything that I do, I need to do a hundred percent in this. And with this, I don't feel like I'm a hundred percent. And he's like, okay. They're like, all right. So what do you need to do to be in this hundred percent or whatever? And Paige just asks, what are you, what are you comfortable with? Um, oh, because he's like, yo, I don't want to be forced. Yeah. I don't want to be forced into things. And because, I believe uh, Paige said, "Hey, can I at least get either at at least at the very least a text or a phone call? Like, look a day. Like, look at the look at the um, minimalist thing for her to keep a well. It is a friendship, so, so okay. It's not a marriage, but still, like a friendship going." can I get a call or a text like one text what like, well, he says what's up and then you say what's up and then that's it like it's not going to manifest from anything like look at the bare minimum that you're giving yourself just to hold on to this douchebag of a dude and he's like I don't want to be forced into, into anything you know oh caller caller on Monday this many times a day blah 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 so Paige asks okay what are you comfortable with and he's like, oh, you know, hanging out, going out, uh, having conversations in person, dinner. And Vi- Dr. Vivian- Doctor Viviana's like, wait, you want to do all that to be comfortable? But that's like way more than what Paige is asking for. So you can't even do that, but you want to do all these things. And people might think that that's a weird thing. And I did, too, for two seconds. But then I started thinking about it. I was like, oh, wait a minute. I totally get what he means. Okay, so, yeah, he can't give the one text or one phone call thing, but he is absolutely willing to hang out, go out, have conversations in person and dinner, which is a lot more than what Paige was asking for, which is what Dr. Viviana is saying. But you have to understand this is the same argument that Haley is having with Jacob. Now, remember. Uh, jacob is harping on oh am i physically attractive what's going on do you like me blah 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 and she's saying despite already her having sex with him she's not feeling him she's not feeling the 80s vibe whatever but if we do these other things i can get to be comfortable with you and like maybe possibly love you or i mean like you and then possibly love you you know she wants to have hikes she wants to go to hikes she wants to eat at different restaurants and stuff like that because after because doing those things i'm gonna naturally get to know you i'll be comfortable with you i'll be vulnerable with you and then we can take it from there this is the same thing that um what's called this is the same thing that um what's his face that chris wants to do you know he doesn't want to like Once he has these hangouts and conversations in person and dinner, then he won't feel that he's obligated to call her or text her every day. He'll just do it naturally because he wants to know how she's doing because he got comfortable doing the conversations in person and the dinner and the hanging out. So I completely understand that. But the thing that's so funny is, I think a lot of people are on Haley's side but nobody's on Chris's side yet. They have the same argument. I find that fascinating, but, um, yeah. So, uh, so I, I understand what he's talking about, even though he's a douche. I I get it. I get it. And yeah, so we move on. So (laughs) we move on to a Clara and Ryan. And, um, they have a, yeah, I think they have a single conversation right now. Um, so oh oh, wait is this the uh um oh yeah this is the like the fishbowl thing that they have they have questions questionnaires and stuff and it's like um the thing that will make me the thing that will make me harder uh they're supposed to self-answer whoever picks whoever takes from the fishbowl so it's like the thing that will make me harder to be intimate with you is and then uh Ryan says oh uh trust that's pretty easy trust creates comfortability and he's like okay so I mean I get it um and then uh Clara is in the conventional she's saying patience is not my forte and it's his world and I'm in it for the ride or lack thereof so it's like damn son she's not even getting to ride him oh my god i'm telling you man i'm sorry clara if you end up listening to this or if one of or if the listener wants to freaking stitch this to something and like send it to you send this little clip but i'm sorry but you are banging i would have been fuck the hell out of you because you're banging (laughs) okay i don't know what the hell ryan is doing this guy is killing me (laughs) You know, oh man, I would have been all over that. Sorry. <laughs> but anyway, um, so he says, how would you, well, the fishbowl question says, how would you like for me to initiate romance? And <laughs> and the funniest thing is, is when, before he read that, you can just see in his eyes, he's like, fuck do I need to read this and one do I need to read this two I'm not gonna like whatever answer she says and three I am so uncomfortable with this and it's so it's so interesting I don't know it's he's so interesting because he has his life together in so many other aspects but this intimacy thing and sex he is he he doesn't know what to do with himself and it's so funny because he wants to have kids so how's how's that gonna work out (laughs) how's that gonna work out when um your significant other well i guess you know clara in this case wants to have it in a certain way or wants it rougher or wants to do different positions and stuff like that it's like what are you, you going to do, you know, what do what you, What? Are you, how are you going to have this conversation if you're so, like, ugh, you can't even talk about it, it sounds like, he sounds, he's the, he's the male Iris, you know, Iris the Virgin, um, from whatever season, <laughs> I think season nine or something like that, but, like, yeah, she couldn't even talk about it over the, um, over the airwaves, I mean, granted, yeah, millions and millions of people are watching and stuff, but, uh, millions and millions of people have had sex, Iris, you know so you're the only one who still has and you probably till this day what is what is today april fifteenth, twenty 2021 i i bet you you still have not had sex even though you've been married and you wanted to have and you were gonna give it up to your husband but you still didn't so you're a hypocrite (laughs) you know so uh yeah um where we at (laughs) so uh so yeah so it was like he asked how can we how can we make oh no 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 sorry how would you like for me to initiate response uh, uh how would you like for me to initiate romance and then uh Clara's like oh you mean how can we make our sex life better? I don't know have it <laughs> um and he's like, oh no 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 you know trust commitment and she's like you know do the sex like have it yeah how how would you like for me to initiate romance fuck me you know she, she that's what she's saying just fuck her. And you don't want to do that, oh man, oh, Ryan. <laughs> and then Clara asks him, "What's your favorite sexual position and why?" Because that was on the, uh, that was on the, um, the that was on the piece of paper. And he's like, "Man, that's aggressive." And you know, he starts laughing, starts getting nervous, and he's like, "Oh, you know, mm, I don't know, mm, uh, normal. That normal, normal, normal is not an answer." <laughs> um yeah they're like that that's not that's not that doesn't even make sense what's your favorite sexual position and why normal so i guess what he means is missionary but still it's like okay now you're even telling me that you're not uh, not to say not he not that he's not good in bed but it's like he's he's not e- uh, expl- exploratory I, I don't even know if i uh, is that a word <laughs> survey says <laughs> You know, he's not exploratory. He, he doesn't explore. So he just keeps it to the bare minimum, which is fine. I mean, not a lot of people know. We're not freaking uh, porn stars. We don't have tricks up our sleeve. You know, sometimes people just want to have it like either missionary doggy style, but you better be good. Or you better have like a third option, whatever, just to sp- spice things up. But for him to just say normal, it seems like he j- sex to him even though he's keeping it as a sacred thing, the practice isn't sacred. <clears throat> it feels like it's just, uh, what is it? Um, For reproduction purposes, I guess, e- even though he doesn't have any children. But it seems like, because he's, he's putting it on a pedestal, fine, whatever. Y- he's entitled. But I feel like as soon as he gets to that level, it's just, rudimentary it's like okay i would like to have sexual intercourse now and then he just does it and then he's done and then he gets to go to sleep at 9 p.m you know so it doesn't seem like he even though he keeps it sacred it doesn't seem he it doesn't seem like he has fun with it you know like it's not a fun thing for him so he just he he holds it up to a high standard as a virgin would um but he doesn't seem to have want to have fun or have fun in general i don't know i just i don't know very interesting very interesting um so she says so she asks what's the toughest what's the toughest experience you've had to overcome in your life and why so she says clara says how she realizes how unhappy she was in her last relationship and she would um deceive herself by uh, she would deceive herself by saying how fine she was and but also knowing that once she realized what was going on she she knew that she really wasn't stuck as much as she thought she was and she was able to break out and then she reveals to us that um, with her ex, she was with her ex for three years and they weren't having sex. They weren't having sex really at all. And they probably had three sex three times a year. And that is way, like, okay, we've talked about sexless marriages and what that constitutes. A sexless marriage is uh, a marriage um, with a couple that has sex less than 10 times a year which if you want to put it that way it's um uh yeah like less than less uh what is it um pretty much uh having sex once a month you know if you have sex once a month that is a sexless marriage like uh, you cannot live you cannot sustain a good marriage with those type of numbers and what Clara is saying is that, that she had sex three times a year and she f- just felt that she wasn't desired. That's three times a year. So that's like, that's technically, that's once a season. <laughs> you know, she had sex once in the fall, sex once. Wait, hold on. Let's start in January. So, winter. So she has sex once in the winter, once in the springtime, once in the summer, and they didn't have sex in fall. That's crazy. Once every three months. Uh, mm, No, once every four months. Sorry. Pause. That's crazy. That is crazy. And she stayed for three years. Why? Why? Like, what did this guy have? Granted, yes, I know that sex isn't the um, end all, be all to marriage, but it is high on a lot of people's uh, thing. Like, I again, this is what I hate when people say, "Oh, sex isn't important. Sex isn't important." Show me a relationship that is thriving without sex. You know, please show me that. Show me a successful relationship that thrives without sex. I will give you all the time in the goddamn world. (laughs) It's not happening. Sorry. You need to have sex in your relationship for it to thrive. Not saying that it needs to. That's the bloodline. That's the lifeline of the relationship. No. Um, I'm not saying that. But you need to have sex on the regular, man. Like, I'm sorry. Or there, there is... There is guaranteed resentment that's gonna happen in the relationship, and so that's it's something that can be easily fixable, easily. Um, but uh, yeah, that is that is insane. Three times a year, man. Oh my god, I I wouldn't know what to do with myself. But um, yeah, so I I me I'm interested as to why she. Well, I mean. I can only assume the reason why she said that she's that that she stayed is because of um she loves quickly. So she loved him but that's that sucks to not get the love back. See, that's so interesting because I would un, I can understand if the guy was using her for sex and that's why he kept her along because like she's probably good at it or whatever. But if they're not having sex three times in the year i can see her staying because all oh, the love whatever maybe he has money i don't know but my bigger thing is why is he keeping her around why did he keep her around because if he's not using her for a body what, what you needed just a trophy wife or something because i mean clara is attractive but why is he keeping her around because maybe he didn't want to be lonely but or I don't know she didn't necessarily say he was mentally abusive but she doesn't need to say it for for she doesn't need to say it for it not to exist he still could have been men- mentally abusing her but I don't know I, I I am very interested to know what happened in that couple in that couple's life Clara hit me up <laughs> um so but now we understand why in the beginning of the show, she was, you know, showing out her, uh, her hodom, <laughs> so to speak, not necessarily calling Clara ho, but um, she was very, she seemed very free and very sexual, sexually liberated. Remember when she was, she freaking bought the female cast members lingerie after asking them what their sizes are. She, she bought them lingerie. You know, she's been very free. Uh, uh, expressing that stuff so and and remember she said uh oh yeah when she went on you, you know uh, being a flight attendant you know she had you know a lot of relations with all these people around the world and stuff like that because she could and i mean to other people that'd be like horrible or whatever but like to her for having three years of having like she's had she's okay so she's had three times a year so she's had sex nine times in three years that's crazy people will have sex nine times in a month and she's had sex nine times in three years so yeah i can understand her going around the world (laughs) and fucking every guy that she would like because she's been so deprived i totally get that um yeah damn man so she's she's getting those vibes from uh ryan not to say that ryan is a douche i'm not i'm not saying that but him not willing to go and have sexual intercourse but yet doing all the other things it's messing up with her head because yeah she is kind of getting what she wants but not everything you know so yeah um so uh back to Paige and chris so uh what's it called so uh Paige and chris start (sighs) it's horrible so like i said so like we left off with them uh chris is willing to do you know come out come over hang out do all this stuff and then as a friendship and then they'll i don't know try to manifest something so um Paige is like yeah you know we made a commitment we made a covenant and she starts you know covenant is one of those religious words and all that stuff so it's fine for her to say but when she says it it sounds like she's possessed or something and she's like yeah we made a commitment we made a covenant and she's starting to sound she's starting to act like swim fan i don't know if you guys uh remember but uh i, I don't know what year it came out i'm not looking it up <laughs> but um there was there was you know there's this movie called swim fan. So I guess there's this girl who liked this guy on the swim team. And I think, you know, they had sex and then, and then she started obsessing over this guy. It's kind of like the same thing like that, like a single white female thing. Same thing. You know, a uh, single white female was, I think I believe in the eighties or the nineties. And it was with a girl who wanted to find a female roommate. And I guess maybe she had an her or whatever, but she started being obsessed with her roommate or something like that. I could be totally wrong. But that's the, that's what I'm remembering from single white female. But anyway, I guess this is more akin to swim fan. And she just wants to make this thing work. Paige wants to make the thing so, Paige wants to make this thing work so much that like she's literally make, she's literally making a contract and saying, hey, so Thursday, what are you up to? Friday, what are you up to? And she's writing down the stuff that's going to be there so he can't say that he can't make it or whatever you know making pretty much making a contract for him to uphold and uh used against if he doesn't comply and it's like wow so he's like yeah you know i'm free after eight and she's like okay what kind of what kind of genre movie do you like it's like oh you know i like action but um now i don't want to do movies though and it's like, she's like, you don't want to do a movie? He's like, no, nah, I don't want to do a movie. And it's like, fam, he does not want to spend that much time with you. Like, a movie is like, the shortest movie is like what? I mean, an animated movie is like an hour and ten minutes. But a regular movie, the shortest is probably like an hour and a half. This dude does not want to spend an hour and a half with you. <laughs> okay? Um, especially if he's just going to sit there. Because I, at least to my knowledge, I don't think he's going to try and make a move on you i think he's like done but he wants to keep you on the ropes in case whatever else is going on uh falters and he has you as a backup you know and again you know i don't want i don't want you i don't want you you shouldn't be treated as an option but you're treating her as an option okay keep going so um he's like all right friday yeah we could play basketball she's like i don't know how to play he's like nah i mean well i'll, I'll teach you how to play no problem He's like okay and um he's he said he's gonna i think i don't know for one of those days he said he's gonna purchase food and he says that he wants her to lead bible study and she's like her face all lights up like oh my god really he's like yeah you know you know god god hasn't god hasn't been in our relationship for a long time so like let's do it he's like okay and i'm like oh my god she's falling for it why Ugh, my goodness killing me man Anyway, so we go to Haley and Jacob. I haven't heard from them. So, um, um, what is going on now? Oh, yeah. So, um, they're, so they're talking to Haley and Jacob are talking to Dr. Viviana, and she's saying, okay, we, uh, uh, Haley's saying that, yeah, they think things are going okay, but, you know, we keep every so often we keep uh having fights and and all that stuff and it's like okay um but like what's what's the deal what's going on and then um what's it called The uh, um she says yeah we keep having arguments and stuff and then dr viviana says okay to jacob all right well what's up and then we find out well we found out from her that she says that yeah uh, uh you know jacob is really cool and like everything that i've told him that i want changed and he changed it and then you know she starts crying and then she's saying that and then he says that like yeah uh we had sex but she said that she felt like that she should um just because you know it's a marriage she got married and then you know and then it all just hit her like a ton of bricks like whoa this is real oh my god whatever blah blah blah. and then she says and then dr viviana says oh is is there physical attraction and she's like she's not attracted to the way that she has to quote unquote work for jacob um it's like pulling teeth and i'm like all right I, i can understand that because he doesn't really give much I mean, he kind of has his stupid 80s jokes and stuff like that, but he's not. I'm not saying that he's not personable, but he he seems to lack personality. Um, He really doesn't talk. If you don't understand him, he can seem very smarmy. Um, I don't know if he has a lot of intellect on, like, whatever. Not to say that he's not smart. I'm just saying, like, if you ask him a question, will you be able to have a conversation with him? Like, that's the thing. I think that's the thing. I don't know. I don't know if he can hold the conversation. That's my thing. Oh man, I just solved it. I was trying to figure out what what to say about him, but I don't think if you get him to talk that he won't be able to. Because <laughs> um, he just, he's just very, he's very curt with his answers, very short. And he wants to maybe throw in a quip and then he, he talks very low. And seems like he's trying to muster up words to say um i don't know like yeah it, it, so i can understand that part um but yeah so and she's and you know with haley she said oh in a normal situation i would have been out um yeah i understand that but haley there's 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 going to be things that you don't like about your husband and i'm not even talking about jacob anybody that you picked you know um there's going to be shortcomings and you're going to have to deal with it um so sure um maybe you might have picked somebody that's more physically attractive and but that but my thing is i feel that is that if if jacob was more physically attractive all those other things would fall to the wayside but now that he's not as attractive as you want him to be those things that you don't like about him are more glaring and they're more blaring you're like man i'm not even attracted to this guy like it's like oh man like i don't know oh he's into the 80s stuff he doesn't know how to dress and i'm not even attracted to this guy like damn this guy has no redeeming qualities so but if he was more attractive you'd be like oh okay he's into 80s stuff oh whatever he's quirky but you know he's still hot but that, but you shouldn't rely on his physical attractiveness to keep you warm at night you know to to have you keep going and have you stay in the relationship if those things bother you they bother you i get it but but at the same time if he's attractive those things should still be of concern they shouldn't be uh pulled down to the wayside you know that that's the thing that i'm trying to get with her um that's what makes it seem uh kind of weird to me what she's talking about but um yeah so i don't know haley gets on my nerves <laughs> um but what uh dr viviana says that you know she takes him to the bedroom because i didn't even realize this i did not know that they weren't sleeping in the same bed with each other i didn't even that didn't even come across my mind at all because i guess maybe just because all the other couple's are sleeping in the same bed and they're having a good time. Even the ones that are really not having a good time, they were sleeping in each other's beds or whatever. But I didn't know that Jacob was still sleeping in the guest room. So, she Dr. Viviana said, "Okay, this is what I want you to start, you know, creating intimacy and all that stuff. Um I want you to uh kiss each other good morning and kiss each other good night. It's going to be kind of hard, but Oh no no, uh Haley says, "Oh, it's going to be kind of hard." Um, and she's like, all right, you know, just, just freaking do it, okay? <laughs> uh, so we go back to Virginia and Eric. Um, so they're talking with Dr. Viviana, and Eric is saying that some of the, you know, remember at the beginning, they like to avoid the topics of contention because that's when they, not that they blow up on each other, but Eric, you can see just very, if, if you don't believe in something, that's great. Um but he just shuts down and he's like, "Okay, fine. If you don't believe it, that's cool. But you're not changing my uh, views. That's it. That 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 that's it for me." And it's like, "Whoa, okay." Um. But uh, yeah. So different views with the country. Um. Uh. They they yeah they Eric admits that they have different views of the country and they're saying I'm not changing my yeah Eric is like I'm not changing my views, um, and all that stuff. And they talk about having kids and eric's like well you know she says that she's 50 50 about having kids and i don't know if if she doesn't want to have kids then um then it's over i'm done and she's like well no we'll talk about having kids like and he's like talk he's like i don't want to talk about having kids i want to have them and she's like yeah but you know I, i i would i would like to have them when i'm 30 and she would like and he's like well damn well 30 i'm gonna and and he's saying she's saying that he would be 38 by the time i want to have kids and he's like listen i'm i'm not waiting at 40 to have kids i'm not waiting 10 years and he's getting just angry and flustered and that's what i hate about him he's very um i I guess controlling but it's more like if i'm not having my way i get angry and um yeah he's like yeah if you don't want kids i'm done it's like jeez um and we do a little short uh, game with Brinson and Vienna. What? Brinson, Brinson and Vienna? Wow. Brianna and Vincent, <laughs> and they're just playing a dare game with food incorporated. You know, like trying to have like their little sexy time, and um, you know, it, it's cute. You know, it's n- n- nothing to really talk about. They're just they're just reaffirming their love for each other, which is good. So we go to Ryan and Claire, and they're talking with uh, Doctor Viviana. <clears throat> And, uh, Ryan says the whole like sex thing, why he's waiting. And he's saying that he wants to build the foundation first, not primarily on physical attraction. And listen, I know I keep harping on Ryan for not having sex with, you know, the hot ass that is, uh, Clara. <laughs> um, I get it, but I also get that too. Yes. You don't want a, um, you don't want it. You don't want a relationship to just be prim- primarily, primarily, on sex like you know like oh things are bad you're i don't know we haven't paid the bills and stuff like that but man he got good dick or like man she'd be you know she'd be slanging that pussy on me yeah you don't want that to, you know to hold your relationship together so i completely understand that and he's saying yeah it's been three it's been three weeks since we've been married um and i'm not saying it's not like it's not gonna happen and again i get it when he when he puts it in those perspectives yes it's been three weeks um yeah so yeah so take it out of that context it's like yes okay it's been three weeks if he if if you take it like that sure i can uh, especially with the stuff that he has done which we don't still know what he has done but pretty much clara has said that they've done everything else but have sex so i'm sure that he's been eating her out she's been sucking his dick um so in a three weeks into a new relationship i can i can see that i can see that happening um then maybe not have sex but at the same time i mean we're grown too i mean i think they're like 27 29 or something like that um i would have been had sex like if if you're gonna be sucking my dick whatever i'm not waiting sorry (laughs) i mean if she wants to wait of course, that's on her, you know, with you know, with full consent and in closure, of course, um yeah, but if we're getting up to that point, yeah, i'm I'm smashing, I'm sorry, um but uh, but for Clara, she says, I need a physical relation to make a relationship work and preach, preach, Clara, I yes, I am like that too, because again, ma is the end, it's not because I'm a man, whatever, blah 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 i my love language is literally physical touch i need to have sex i'm not saying i need to have sex every day whatever actually i think i've um really uh i think i've gauged my uh tolerance and i think and again this is not to say every time but like let's say let's say i had sex today right um i could probably at least for me not at least for me like wanting it again not to say that i uh i uh should get it the time that i want it i'm not saying that cuz that's like controlling and demanding but like let's say i have sex right like today it will probably take me 4 to 5 days before i naturally like want it again and that i could have it again i mean i could have it the next day it's not like i need four or five days to recover <laughs> you know what i mean but like you know once i have it you know like a good session you know i'm good and i'm good and, I, and like i don't need it i don't need it for like another four or five days and again i'm not saying that i should that it should be timed where i should have sex every four to five days i'm not saying that but like when i have sex five days four to five days later i'm like yo shit i wanna have it again you know what i mean so um how did I even get to this? Oh yeah, 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 because of Clara. She she needs a physical relationship to make a relationship work. Clara, I feel you one hundred percent. That is me too. Because yeah, I like. I mean, that was some of the issues with me and my ex fiance. Like we stopped having it because she was getting more into the church, and which I understand. I I completely feel you. But this was after we had established a sexual well kind of established asexual relationship and that went away and it's like go right uh yeah <laughs> so we're not doing this anymore okay awesome and you know it just fell by the wayside <clears throat> so so uh dr viviana asks uh ryan you know step out for a couple minutes so she can have a one-on-one talk because she feels that clara is holding stuff back With Ryan present, and she just wants to, you know, hear from girl, girl on girl, like what's going on. And then Clara basically says that, "Hey, if we're doing everything but having intercourse, we're basically having sex," which is technically true, but still, it's not. I mean, come on, sex is sex, which means intercourse. Like, yeah, you could give me oral, you could give me, I can eat you out, you can jerk me off, and all those things. fall under the umbrella of sex but actual sex there's nothing that compares to it and of course is awesome um so like i said before they're talking about dr viviana saying how ryan holds sex to a very high pedestal and for clara it's not so much for clara sex is just sex um but she's but it's interesting because it's not like she's uh it's not like she's uh what is it mm, it's not like she is flippant about it it's it's not that it's that to her sex is just sex because of past experiences um she doesn't know if it, it never really meant something to her just like it meant just like it, it does for ryan and it's two extremes. so ryan is very oh sex is everything and then with Clara it's like nah sex is just fucking sex (laughs) you know it never really meant there there wasn't any like I guess love attached to it or 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 meaning to it and and that's the thing where I'm I'm not that I'm disagreeing with Clara just that I don't feel the same way is because um uh, how Ryan is very high up. Okay, so let's say Ryan is at a 0. No, no, no. That Ryan is at a 10 and Clara is at a 0. I'm at a 5. I'm like right in the middle. Sure. I I can't I can't have sex with anyone, but I won't have such a small gap like Ryan does that I won't have, you know, like I can't have sex with everybody like Clara does. And, but i won't have such a small window like ryan does um i'm in the middle like yeah i'll i'll definitely have sex with you but at the same time it will mean something for me not like oh i love you now or whatever but like yeah the people that I have sex with you know th- they're specific because i know i'll i will i will get something out of it as opposed as uh, i will get something out of it other than an orgasm i guess you know like it'll be like a feeling i i know it'll be like a good thing um so there is meaning behind it i just i don't necessarily think i can just like just have like you know whoop, for, like random casual sex with a person even though i wouldn't mind trying <laughs> you know um yeah especially with uh, what's called i've um with the uh with my friends with benefit ellen i uh, we are it's gonna be a literal year soon since we've been having sex with each other the uh, often and um, she wasn't a random person i wanted her to be my girl but you know as you know th- that didn't work out but we're still in that realm it's not even a situation ship it's just like yeah no we're friends with benefits this is what we do so there's no ifs ands or buts about it but it's been good and she's amazing at sex and she finds me amazing at at sex and there's a meaning behind it even though there's nothing else to it we're not exploring being in in a relationship or whatever but once we are in the throes of it all like it's an amazing experience but it's i don't consider it as like a you know wham bam thank you ma'am like it's it's really intense you know when we do do it and, and it's good um and then and then you know we just go a separate ways but it, there there's a meaning behind it. it 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 feels good it doesn't just feel like a an occurrence you know just you know it's it feels like an experience so this, so that's what i mean and um it sucks that uh clara cuz like clara started crying cuz she's like she's scared that she won't be able to she won't be able to give it to Ryan the way that Ryan Has been wanting sex. And I don't mean like physically. Because like again. Ryan holds sex up to such a high standard. That when he finally does give it up. He wants it to be like this miraculous experience. Like just sharing a bond or something like that. But with her. With Clara. She never gets. There's no meaning or love behind sex. It's just an act to her. Even though it's a great act. She loves doing it. But it's just an act for her. And she doesn't want to disappoint him and you know for her it's an act and him it's like oh but you know i I gave myself to you you know what i mean so and they also uh talk about virginia virginia um dr viviana says asks do you think that ryan is a virgin and then i was like whoa whoa that never really i mean it kind of occurred to me but when she said it out loud i was like "Whoa, whoa yeah like is he but clara believes that he isn't and it's because he's very honest with everything so she believes he would have said something and i think so too i i think it it's on the that uh what's called the uh that chick angel on the um the bald and the beautiful podcast that that um talks about married at first sight as well um i believe that she hit it on the nose that no he's just religious and you know they try to circumvent that whole like sex thing by doing everything else but the sexual intercourse because it is so highly regarded as a sacred act that you shouldn't have it with somebody unless they mean something to you and i completely understand that and sure i get it um but yeah clara is just scared that it won't that she won't be able to deliver the righteousness that ryan believes it to be because she doesn't hold it to the same regard. And that's it's going to be interesting. So um uh so uh Dr. Viviana has like a not a I wouldn't say a secret, but she has a, a second meeting with uh Haley by herself while Jacob is doing whatever. And she was like, "Yeah, I went to your uh, old uh, video about your questionnaire and you said that Haley tends to pick apart her guys." and feels bad doing so and promises not to do that to the next guy and she's like oh my god I remember writing that and it's like yeah you're doing everything you're doing the same thing you pick your guys apart what the fuck and then uh Dr. Viviana's like oh but I mean no Haley's like but yeah Jacob no Jacob is a great guy he does everything you know like he's changed everything that i wanted him to do i was like yeah i know he's changed his diet for you this man doesn't eat steak and eggs all the time he eats other shit and um, he's changed his clothes for you you literally bought him clothes and he wears them now and she didn't do shit she didn't do shit for him um and she's still not satisfied typical woman shit you know what i mean like she's still like oh my god um he he's literally changed everything about his lifestyle for you and he didn't and he doesn't even have to and he did, so you can shut up. <laughs> and you're still like, I don't know if I'll ever be attracted to him. Like, he what? What more does this man need to do for you, fucking Haley, man? Ugh. Anyway, uh, we're uh, down to Virginia and Eric, and uh, uh, Doctor Viviana gave them this quiz. I mean, this kind of test thing and i've and i remember that um they used to do um in a couple seasons they, they used to do this where it's uh you give your partner five minutes of interrupted talk so they can be heard and not judged um and uh so they can air out their grievances and not be judged and eric says that he's been cheated on almost every time that he has had a relationship and he blames himself and says like what do i like what did i do and stuff like that so that's why he harps on uh virginia going to you know her her guy friend's house and sleeping there overnight and all that stuff is like what the fuck so he you know he he says it's not that he doesn't trust her he doesn't trust other people which i get too and i and i get i get eric's thing i don't know i don't necessarily know if i've been cheating or not but but i do blame myself for the um demise of relationships because i to my knowledge i've never been the one to end it they have and it's like oh what the hell did i do but then i see the people that they have after and it's like what what you chose him over me and that's that's what makes me uh feel horrible it's like i see i see that you had to leave so bad you had to leave me so bad that you went to this this guy and he's treating you like shit but you'll stay longer with him than he than me because he gives you what you want that I couldn't give but at the same time he's breaking your heart and it's like wow yeah that makes me feel awesome <laughs> you know what I mean oh my goodness that's the shit that gets to me but um yeah so uh so virginia talks and says that oh the you know it's not that she doesn't want to have kids it's just that with her her parents used her as a pawn in their like divorce settlement and all that stuff so she doesn't by happenstance she doesn't want like well i don't know not genetics but like she doesn't want she doesn't want to have kids because she's scared to do that to them and put the kid in the middle like her parents put her in the middle and eric understands that too and yeah i get that too um it's a fucked up thing when you use your kids as pawns you know it's not cool um so now they understand the sources of their trauma so now this is a better understanding of why they are the the way that they are and it's good i i I like that growth i I think hearing those two things not not to say that it, it eliminates a lot of stuff but like to ha- to finally have those conversations partic- particularly those like uh, eric's like uh worry that he might get cheated on again that's very important because that stems from a lot of all that things like oh you know him him you know wanting to know him texting no him wanting virginia to text him to say oh where are you at where are you where are you did you get to that place and all that stuff that all stems from all that stuff, so that's good that, uh, that is squared away, so Virginia knows, oh, this is the reason why he's asking, is because, like, yo, I'm bugging out, (laughs) you know, not I'm bugging out, he's bugging out because he might think something's going on, I I just need to reassure him, you know, stroke his ego a little bit, it's like, nah, you know, everything is all good, and and then he's good, and also the thing with kids, like, it's not that she doesn't want to have kids, she just doesn't want to turn those kids into her and that kind of sucks um so she's not totally out of it so I think that should so I think that should make him happy it's just that also the thing that will probably just be an issue is like the the length of when she wants to have children because she only wants to start thinking of kids four years from now and he's gonna be well, he's not gonna be old because I'm older than him <laughs> so like he's gonna be 38 and then she's gonna be 30. 30 so he's like i don't want to wait that long but you know what are you gonna do you know you can't like force her so but other than that i think that's that would be the only thing um that'd be really the only problem but i think those two things were big hurdles that they got over and they should be um good to go after this well hopefully so now we're at last couple chris and Paige. so um uh, Chris comes over and he's like yeah y'all brought Chicago to Atlanta not mean blah 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 or trying to like pimp out his Chicagoness. um so they sit down and he's like all right and she's like do you want to bless the food and he's like nah he's like you bless it and he's like why you gotta bless the food you know trying to be all you know trying to be like a actual couple or trying to be cool and I'm like girl he doesn't want you <laughs> you know and then he's like okay and then he she Puts out her hand, and he's like, "She's like, okay, let, let's hold hands." He's like, "What? You hold your hand during prayer?" It's like, "Fam, who doesn't hold their hand out during prayer?" You know, like that's a okay. Maybe maybe white people don't do that, but definitely black people do that. What like where? What do you? So, which makes me realize that like I think he doesn't want someone who's eventually gonna watch this to like think that he was doing something with her or something you know like let's say he's rewatching this with a girlfriend now it's like oh that and you know she's like oh that's where you were going you were going to freaking see your uh huh, to see your wife and stuff and it's like yeah but babe look i didn't even want to touch her like i just did it for the money you know like i think he wants to have like a future alibi it's like that's like oh damn you uh you guys hold hands during prayer huh you know that you're you're a freaking pastor you hold hands during church at At some point, what are you talking about? Do you hold hands during prayer i i think I think that he's he's seeing somebody and he doesn't want her to think that uh they were doing something you know uh during the time of this filming, but it's like why would the girlfriend even think that because you can see that you're being filmed and you're doing prayer It's not like you're holding hands because you love each other you know, so, he's just, he's just bugging out, man, I don't know, but, uh, but then, they start eating, and, I mean, the food looked good, it made me hungry, not gonna lie, but, um, that, that, that chicken looked mad crispy, but, um, what's it called, uh, yeah, they're eating, and they're not saying anything, and then, uh, what's his face, um, Chris is like, oh, did you do a bible study i mean yeah i said you said you were going to do bible study and she's like uh well i really wanted to hear what you had to say about the lord and she's like oh but she's like yeah i really wanted you to feed me uh the good word and they're having a battle about not a battle i shouldn't say that they're having a discussion about who was supposed to do the bible stuff and then um they finally do then you know she's like taking notes and stuff like that and he's like whoa you're taking notes like i'm really saying something and it's like oh my god why why are we doing this why are we doing in this and then um he's like yeah i got something to tell you He's like okay and then chris is like yo um you know mercedes got into an accident in like six years that's funny that her name is mercedes and she got into a car accident but she got into a car accident like six years ago or something and she's been traumatized ever since and whatever blah 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 so she's been taking rideshare and i guess you know ubers and stuff and whatever is over there and he decided since he's carrying you know since she's carrying chris's baby he decides to grant her a brand new car and it's not even a brand new car it's a it's a bens and He's like oh, oh you, you got her a Benz. he's like yeah you know she, she needs a car because she needs to get used to the road again and also she's gonna have a baby so she's gonna have to travel all these places to you know do baby shit and she's like okay I mean yeah I understand that you know, that's the mother of your child and you know she needs to have a car to get around but a brand new car and he's like yeah you know um I need, you know, that's the mother of my child. My baby needs to ride in a ride in a, my baby needs to ride in a chariot. And it's like, what? <laughs> it's like, fam, you could have got her a a good ass used car, you know, or like an, an Elantra or something like that. <laughs> or, or like a or a Camry, you know, something mad simple. Like, why did you need to have her? Why did you need to get her a Benz? like come on man like and, and granted what's her called it, it mercedes probably looks damn good in that benz because we all remember how she looks like and she looks super bougie so that is the proper car for her but still there that is no reason for you to give uh that damn benz to her man again shitting on page because yes this is still technically your wife because you have yet to divorce maybe you're separated and you're starting on a friendship level but like to hear that like that's a smack in the face to page like come on man not to say that you needed to buy page a freaking whip but we know where your uh not loyalty but we know where your focus is um i don't know well i mean granted his focus has always been the the child so i get it so last last thing of the episode uh haley and jacob um again yeah they really haven't been sleeping in the same room and so they're just laying down. so they finally go into bed you know they're calling it a night and there's just lying there and then jacob's like laughing and then Haley's like well what's so funny and he's like so uh so no spooning she's like nope uh he's like no sexual stuff nope and it's like really like no kiss nope i'm not ready for that and he's like okay so can, can we fist bump she's like okay and then they like fist bump and like, she, again, not making any effort, just, just shitting right in the face of Dr. Viviana, trying to help you out. And yeah, again, he changed his diet for you. He changed his clothes for you. He's, you know, he's, he's, he he's the one who's trying. Um, and you can't even give him a good kiss. Like, I, I don't, I don't know what you want to happen i don't very weird but whatever um that's that's the that's the end of that (laughs) that's the end of that episode so um we're gonna get into of course the um the and uh no sorry the skin deep the skin deeps the and self edition card game you know you know how we do that's how we end every episode and um i believe we are on card 23 all right card 23 so let's see what card 23 has for us so card 23 is what the didn't i answer this what would my eulogy be if i was gone tomorrow oh no i didn't i mean i didn't answer that i mean i kind of did but um wow what would be my eulogy be if i was gone tomorrow jesus christmas um hmm what would my eulogy be if i was gone tomorrow i think it would be like that man that that i tried i tried very hard to have a happy life me personally but even though you know what it'd be it'd be something like he made everybody so happy even though he has been so sad <laughs> you know he tried to be he tried to make he tried to make everybody have sunshine despite the fact that he always has rain clouds over his head i think that would be it something like that you know because i do like i try to uplift people make people happy and all those things but me internally you know you know rain cloud sad not necessarily depression i'm not necessarily depressed or maybe i don't know i haven't checked the symptoms but you know just 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 sad i wouldn't say depressed just sad um but yeah but when i see somebody else like sad i'm like oh no 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 we're gonna make you happy This, this isn't this isn't a good thing you know um so yeah i don't know i think that's how i've been that's just me so so yeah um i don't know that's, that's just how, that's just how it's been, um, I think that's how it, how it be, like, you know, oh, Martini's, like, the nicest, sweetest person, and, you know, he'd give the whatever skin off his back, blah, 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 um, always, always made sure that you felt good, felt happy, and he was very attentive to your needs, and, and, and all this stuff, very thoughtful, very careful, very caring, all those things, I think people would say stuff like that, and, if that was the case, then I'm happy. Then I did my job that I want people to feel like, man, yeah, Martini was awesome, man. He was super like kind and thoughtful, you know? So yeah, that's, that's me. I I would, yeah, I would, I would love that. All right. Um, that's the end of the show. Thank you for listening to the Inquisitive Nobody podcast. You can find this podcast on multiple digital service providers, such as Google podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Amazon music, audible and iHeartRadio. you can also follow this podcast on instagram twitter and vero at t-i-n-q-p-o-d that is tink pod if you have any questions or topics you want me to discuss leave an email at t-i-n-q-p-o-d-c-a-s-t at gmail.com that is tink podcast at gmail.com and i'll read your suggestions on the next show so after today's episode i'm not saying i have the dating world figured out but I am getting closer to figuring out a way to love within it. Thank you for listening. My name is Martini Jean and I am the Inquisitive Nobody.